Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Marriott's on the move. What? Marriott's on the move. Marriott's on the, Marriott's on the, Marriott's on the move. If you're dreaming about moving to a new city to pursue the life of your dreams, this podcast is for you. Moving 18 times in 23 years to five of America's top cities, I know it's not easy to make those decisions alone. I help you develop the dream, the plan, and the move, even if we need to get scrappy to get you there. I'll be doing interviews, career and city spotlights, and sharing my crazy moving stories, tips, tricks, and scams to avoid. Traveling to explore your dreams has never been easier. Now let's get moving. guys, I am so excited for today's interview. I woke up not feeling well and I was like, there's no way I'm missing this conversation because my guest that I'm about to introduce, her and I had a, gosh, like an hour and a half, almost two hour long conversation when we first chatted. And it was just supposed to be like a 30 minute discovery call about how we can collaborate together and what she's doing. I met her through a guy named Vidi that I um, went that I met at Podcast uh, Movement last year when I went to that conference, and he introduced introduced us into a circle. And part of what I coach around is when you can't move, like how to make your space a little bit nicer, just so you can feel content until you can move. And so when I when I had this conversation with Gala, who is going to be my guest today. We just talked through all of that because she is a holistic home designer, and we're going to get into what that means, and I'm so excited to have her. So, Gala, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So, Gala was raised in New York and Barcelona, so her name is Gala Magrinha, and she founded her multidisciplinary firm, Gala Magrinha Design, in 2017. So, while her interest in... Uh, home design could be traced all the way back to her Hawaiian-themed childhood bedroom, which we're going to have to talk about because I love Hawaii, or I should say Hawaii. Hawaii. <laughs> her career was ultimately shaped by her education as a film student at New York University, um, and her eventual role as the founder of M Crown Productions, which is an award-winning production design agency that focuses on events pop-ups, exhibitions, and retail displays, her interest in holistic design and mindful practices influenced her career shift from the events and temporary spaces to interiors, and it continues to inform her mission, which we're going to talk a lot about today, um, because that's that's kind of what she does, is like what we, what we just talked about. So Gala's belief is that we create mindful environments that have the power to heal and push us to be better versions of ourselves, which is obviously what we talk about on this show and getting you to your dreams. In doing so, we're elevating individual consciousness and in turn, the collective consciousness, which I could not be more excited about. So Gala, what is holistic home design? Well, thank you for that um, amazing <laughs> intro. Uh, so, okay. So real simply, let's begin just by defining traditional interior design. I always like to define that as 
the focus on marrying beauty and function, right? Mm -hmm. Very focused on aesthetics, functionality, all of that. Holistic interior design does that, but it takes things a step further because now we have all these studies that have come out that have shown us that our homes, our environments, our communities, where we're, what we're surrounded by impacts our daily motivations, behaviors, and lifestyle. And those in turn determine 80 to 90% of our health outcomes. So taking all of that into consideration, it's not enough to just design for beauty and function anymore. We have to go deep. We need to design for the whole being, and that's with a capital mm -hmm. B, yep. mind, body, and soul. And we need to start taking mother nature into consideration and making some choices that are also in alignment with her. Because back in the day, we used to live in tandem, depending on her, uh, nourishing her, not taking more than we needed. And all of that's gone out the window. And we got to really go back to that to help our planet. So I think of it as like a super hyped up, healthier, more powerful version of interior design that everybody should know about and all interior designers should be practicing. I love that so much because when I was creating this room and you and I have talked a little bit about this, I, I know we look at like the things that we do to our home as an investment, but it's almost like the investment for the next person. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I want to live, like live, live in my own house. I want to feel comfortable in my own house. Like you and I were talking about like my laundry room and how it was like my junk drawer. And, you know, you're like, throw some cabinets up, uh, you know, like, Make it, it nice. Make it nice. It'll be nicer to do laundry. It, yes. is, it is one of the ultimate acts of self-care that for some reason gets left on the table. We focus yeah. so much on diet, sleep, exercise, and then our homes look like, you know, am I allowed to curse? Sure. Our homes look like shit <laughs> um, and they become energetic drains on a daily basis. The problem yeah. is humans, we're so adaptable. So we put our blinders on and so we avoid that junk room or we avoid that it's still there draining you every day and taxing on you, yeah. you know? So I really, you know, I, I think it's important to begin thinking about our spaces, especially now that we know how they're affecting us as that fourth pillar of wellness and also ultimate self-care because we spend yeah. so much time in our homes. Yeah. How could you not want to make it beautiful, right. supportive, healthy, and all the things, you know? Well, and especially if you are not in a place where you can move. So, yes, <clears throat> and I might cough a little bit, so sorry for anybody listening. I hope I don't blow anybody's eardrums out. But I think that part of where, you know, after you and I had that conversation, it was so eye-opening because I, I'm going through my own Fred framework. So for those listening who aren't familiar, if this is your first show listening, the framework that I coach around is called Fred. So it's finances, robustness. So think mental and physical strength, your ecosystem and dreams. Like if, it, if, if the next move is getting you closer to your dreams, but we start with that dream in mind. And a lot of times when somebody talks about like what they want to, um, what that dream is, it's, it's a lot about how they want to feel, right? And there's no reason you can't feel those things in your current environment with some minor tweaks, you know? Yes. And like the laundry room, that was my junk drawer. Like I had wire shelving everywhere and you're like, put up some cabinets. I mean, like literally so <laughs> simple. And I, I had California closets out here, which I love. I did a collaboration with them and I'm, I still am in deeply, deeply in love with my closet. They're amazing. They're amazing. Yeah. So shout out to Renee from Charlotte, California closets. But it, but it's one of those situations where like, I just couldn't afford to do what I wanted to do in that. Mm -hmm. But what I did was very, 
um, simple, but it costs me half the money and I'm in love with it. I don't mind doing laundry now. I have shelves and, uh, and I can close the door and I've got things in there that I can store. But now like being that I can't move right now because one physically and mentally, I'm not in that space. I'm still grieving. I'm still dealing with my back issues, but I also don't know where I want to go. So for me to finish that simple room with a, with a very small investment, I think total all together with my peel and stick wallpaper and everything, I think I paid like $1,300. I, I feel like my house is now complete and I don't mind staying. Yeah. And like that probably just bought me another couple years in this house, yeah. which is, in, it's insane. But you have an entire methodology called Beyond Spaces that I want to yeah. talk about because when I heard it, I was like, <laughs> and my mind just blew. If you're watching this on YouTube, you saw it. Uh, if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, uh, you didn't, but you probably just heard it. So tell me about that because I, I just find sure. it fascinating. Sure. Yeah. So over time, I've developed these sort of key touch points that when we meet with a client, we can apply to a project. And sometimes it's, you know, all of them. Sometimes it's one or two. We really like to meet the client where they're at. And also the space is also going to say, hey, focus more in here, focus on, the, on there. But there are some basics in this that I think are really important all mm -hmm. around. Yeah. So the first thing is uh, feng shui and the language of space. Mm. There's different uh, forms of feng shui, some very ancient, very powerful. I studied a more modern form. And from that, I took elements that were very easy to apply in interior design. Yeah. And one of the main things that that gave me, and I could talk about feng shui for like six hours. But it <laughs> I, I feel like we did talk about it for yeah, at least a half yeah. hour. <laughs> I think for listeners, the most important thing is it it gave it gives a language to decode and work with your physical space. So one simple concept when you think about your space is this idea of yin and yang energies, right? We know like that black can't exist without white, good without evil, and it's these energies that are constantly in circulation in the world, right? Everything is like a duality. And so we, we can take that and apply that to interior design when we're looking at a space or thinking about a space. So yin is traditionally associated with the moon and feminine energy. Oh. So if you think about that, if you translate that into interior design terms, that's a lot of rounded shapes, soft colors, textures. That would be great to think of those design elements in a bedroom yeah. or some, a meditation room, somewhere where you want to relax. Um, the opposite of that is in your home office, you want to get more yang with that design that is associated with the masculine, with the sun, with very vibrant colors, sharp points and, and angles, right? Mm -hmm. you, you could feel the difference in that. Exactly <laughs> me. My business yeah. is like popping off. The rest of my house is like totally zen because that's what I need when I retreat. <laughs> I was you know? like, have you been here? Did you see like some sort of, like my, my bedroom is all earth colors. I've got yep. a picture of like the ocean behind me because yep. I just want to feel like relaxed when I lay down. Yeah. The rest and of my house, like my office is all super bold colors. You can't see it, but I do actually have a, um, a painting. Well, that's like a picture of Maui, um, uh -huh. so back to your Hawaiian roots. Yeah. But it's super bright. It's like greens and ye yellows and blues and, um, and reds and stuff. So I'm, I can see like it. I mean, you have a lot of geometrics. Um, mm -hmm. Animals are consistent. So geometrics is the fire element, which is great. Okay. Um, animals are the fire element, that, that energy that you want in your space. And so what that informs us on a really basic level is just don't follow the trends. 
Don't follow. I mean, yes, follow what sparks joy, but think about your design choices under those two terms and how they might be affecting you. Right. Yeah. So we start to get a little bit more intentional about our choices, knowing those things. And this is, this is one thing out of feng shui. Okay. So we'll, we'll table that there. Um, the other thing that's really interesting is two concepts that saying as within, so without. So Coco Chanel said that interiors are just a projection of the soul. So our space is just going to reflect back to us who we are inside. Right. But inversely, we, we know that our spaces affect us. So we can also be very intentional about what we put in them. Uh, one of the examples I like to give is choosing really powerful artwork, um, Mm. that might remind you of something or a goal or something in your foyer because you come in and out every day or on your bedroom wall. So the the first thing, when you get up, boom, you see that. So really intentionality about where you're placing things and what you're placing is already going to supercharge your environment in a way that if you just focus on beauty may not be the case. Okay. I'm, I'm smiling because I'm looking at, I found this. um, So dragonflies are my like, Mm. every time I, I have a big change coming, I see dragonflies everywhere. Mm -hmm. Even if they're not in season, Mm -hmm. um, I will see, you know, somebody will hand me something and be like, Oh, I just, this felt like you or, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's so crazy. So I found this piece of art and it was just something that I found on, um, on like Amazon, but it's two dragonflies with like flowers all around it. It's just like a metal piece, but I stare at it every single day to remind (laughs) me that like, you know, change can be good right? Yes. It's not always bad, but if you, you know, Did like you if you're Google it, they're, that they're a symbol of change or no. Yes. Okay, well, yeah. yeah. So when I first started seeing them, like it was crazy. Like I would, um, I'll give you an example. Like when I first started seeing them, like back in the day, mm-hmm. I was always like, Oh, that's so interesting. I've had them like land on me and just literally like, I'll put my finger out at a land and I'll be like, gosh, that's so beautiful. Which they never and, do. Cause they're moving they, so fast. They're always all around. And so like I had one when I was really going through a hard time in San Diego, like I, my business was all up in San Francisco. I was, I was flying up there weekly. Um, and I, I literally like said a little prayer and I was like, gosh, what should I do? And one landed, I was at a stoplight and literally one landed on my, my windshield. And I was like, I guess change, you know what I mean? And then it flew away and I was like, Oh my gosh, like that must be my sign. But then ever since then, like my brother and I were in Chicago and, you know, he was considering moving back to Chicago. I was considering moving back to Chicago and we were meeting a friend at, um, a museum. We were, where were we? We were going to the plant the Adler planetarium. Cause I had never been, I wanted to, you know, see the stars and all that says beautiful. And it's like right on the, on the ocean. And we were talking about like, you know, should we move back home? Cause that's where we're from. And Gala, I'm not even kidding you. We had an entire swarm come out of nowhere. And my brother just looks at me and he goes, you're seeing that, right? I'm not imagining this. I'm like, oh my gosh. And it followed us. Yeah. And I mean, we were both like, okay, I guess we're moving back to Chicago at some point. Like it was just kind of crazy. So, you know, know what's so interesting too. So with that sort of language of space that I've developed, I, you know, I can read people's spaces. Mm -hmm. I can see what they've chosen and then kind of talk about like, well, do you have this going on or whatever? And you're talking about the dragonflies. I see the, or is it a bee behind you? Yeah. Cause I, 
I've always been told I was a busy bee and I like, so I've always, but there I love you- honeybees. They, they pollinate our world. They keep yeah. our food on our tables. So, but there you go. Those are all insects that move, that fly. And what do you do? You move a lot. Move a lot. I didn't even there make that go. connection. Reflection of your soul right there in the frame. <laughs> it really is. It's really interesting. Like when you, you know, I start getting, I do these one-on-one consults. They're called the Beyond Spaces consults. And like how somebody can can read somebody's palm. I basically read the person's space. It's just reflecting back to me. And yeah. we can uncover a lot, sometimes subconscious things, you know, and just bring that to the surface. So it's, it's so much deeper than the beautiful covers on Architectural Digest. Yeah. Like it, it really, it really is. Because um, well, people can't always afford that, no, right? Like no. there's an Amazon commercial right now where um, the the girl like moves into a space and it's really dark and kind of dingy or whatever. And she's watching something and somebody has a bunch of plants. And then all of a sudden she orders all these plants and she, like you could just see her light up. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, that's what I feel like even just making small changes yeah. can make big impacts. Huge. Huge. It's Huge. funny. So the, the next tenet is biophilia, which is means bringing nature in. Um, mm-hmm. There's 14 different ways to do it. And we now know, we know that nature reduces our um our blood pressure, our cortisol levels, boosts our mood. By 2050, I think more than half of the world's population is going to be living in a city. So that disconnection wow. from nature is going to be very prevalent. So oh. one of the ways we can mitigate that, knowing the positive effects, is just bring that nature in. And you you we've been seeing it as a as a home trend, I feel like even an office trend for three years already, everybody's bringing the plants and we know that they, they make us feel good. Yeah. Uh, You can bring even um, paintings with nature in them, the sounds of nature. There's so many different ways to bring that into the space. And that is really, really helpful and easy to do. Boom. Play it. Have you ever listened to a commercial on the radio or a podcast and thought, I could totally do that? Well, I am challenging you today. Being a voiceover artist is an amazing side hustle that can be done from the comforts of your own home. Heck, it can be an amazing career. Just ask Jesse Carroll. Jesse's got over a thousand voiceover credits to his name. Ever watch Backroad Truckers? He's the narrator. He's also done a ton of commercials for brands you would definitely recognize. If you're ready to try your hand at voiceovers, go to marriottsonthemove.com and head to my favorites page to learn more about his new digital course and coaching package. If you use code MOTM, you'll get 20% off at checkout. Micah Birch is here. I just wanted to drop in for a second and let you guys know that we are rebranding my podcast. We've got a new name, My Doula Micah my birth, my baby, my life. And we are super excited about extending the content that we've got going from childbirth to postpartum. Now we're including family and marriage and just kind of your life in these childbearing years and what that looks like and maybe give some helpful tips and wisdom. I mean, you know, I'm 51. I got six kids. I think I can help you guys with some stuff. There will still be local interviews, of course. And I'm also expanding now to have including more nationwide interviews. We even have somebody from Canada and Australia. So I'm super excited about this process and what we've got in store for y'all. So join us. It 
and it's a it's a total stress reducer. I mean, I even had there they make some phenomenal fake plants. Even um, I use those all the time in corporate yeah. offices. Yep. Yeah, because yep. They, some people travel a lot; they can't yeah. water them or they forget. Yeah. But I will say there is a company that I um, when I moved into this house, I, that was one thing that I wanted was I wanted a coastal vibe and I wanted plants, and so I, I uh, bought a couple big plants from Easy Plant, and it's literally got like a watering container in it. Mm. I'm not affiliated mm. with them, so I'm, yeah. I'm not advertising, but, but literally once a month, I just fill up that container. And, and these it. are the only plants I've ever kept alive for longer than two years. <laughs> to easy plant. <laughs> yeah. I, I even killed succulents once. Like it's that bad. So shout out for sure. <laughs> no, they do say that, that even a faux plant gives, you know, does the same thing to your brain in terms really? of the, the positive effects. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. What else is in your methodology? So moving on, we have um, light and air. Obviously, air became very important during COVID. Um, I think the simplest thing for people to do at home is just remember to ventilate. Open a window, you know, wake up, open your window. Yeah. Take a deep breath. Stop and take a deep breath. Leave yeah. it open while you're maybe making your bed, getting ready, especially in the bedroom, right? Because if it's closed, it's get, you're getting a lot of CO2 at night. Mm -hmm. So fresh air, we know good air um, is great for obviously brain, you know, clear thinking and all of that. And yeah. now with all of these synthetic materials we're using in our environment, so MDF, paint, adhesives, carpet, I'm looking around, a Plastic. lot of those off gas. Yeah. So now our indoor pollution is worse than our outdoor pollution, if you can imagine uh, that. You know, we're yeah. in these closed boxes. So ventilate, ventilate, ventilate. Um, yeah. In terms just of- just don't do that though. Like, no. especially in like the hotter climates, like I'm in yeah. Charlotte, North Carolina yeah. and the summers are stifling. Yeah. Like it, it, you will, I will open my blinds and everywhere will be um, hot and humid. Yeah, right? I mean, like yeah. you can't even see out, but yeah. But you, you need that. You yeah. need to have that like flow or, through. Or if not a good HVAC system that you know is taking, yes. you know, taking that air, you're getting it cleaned, you're, you know, all of that. Um, it's, yeah. it's really boring. It's not sexy, but it's really important <laughs> for health. Yeah. You know, I actually even last, um, last month I got my, my air ducts cleaned good. and I, I just kept feeling like I built my house two years ago. It's okay. relatively new. I had heard at one point in time that you're supposed to like, after you build a new house, because a lot of the, they do the that first. Yeah. A lot of the dust gets up there and yeah. everything, but I have a, I have a very, very bad allergy to mold. Okay. And the, when the guy came here, um, he was like, do you want me to do like any type of mold treatment if I find it? And I yeah. said, well, if you find it, let me know. But the house is two years old. You know, it's right. not, I probably, and he's like, yeah, the chances of you having a lot of mold is just probably very insignificant. And so I said, okay. So he goes up to my attic. He pulls down my, my vent thing. It's all mold, all mold. And I was like, he comes down and he goes, I need to show you this. And he's like, I need to treat this. And I've had nothing but sinus infections since I've like moved in here. I've taken dairy out of my diet, all that stuff. But it, yeah, he said that because I'm in a warmer climate <clears throat> and like all these people are moving from, you know, like Chicago and New York mm -hmm. and like all these cold and cold weather, uh, winter weather places to like yeah. the warmer weather. He's like, because you're constantly running your uh, air conditioning in the summer, all of that moisture has to go somewhere, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and, it, and it happens to be going there. And so I was like, holy crap, I have yeah. no idea. And so we treated it. And it's very, cause it's out of sight, out of mind. It's very easy totally. to forget. But at the end of the yeah. day, that oxygen and breath is life. 
Totally. Like, <laughs> totally. I mean, I, I would never as a homeowner, like yeah. I would, I would feel like I was going to break it if I pulled off the, you know, like right. the big thing. Yes. I don't know what I'm doing. No, I don't want to yeah. ruin it. And totally. HVACs are expensive. So totally. I changed the filter but yeah. I don't do anything else. Yeah, so of course. how would I have known? And I think it's really important when you move into a new home to have that done. Cause you don't know if the previous no people, you know, so yeah. yes, 100%. I did it in my house. And, um, when I lived in Orland park, uh, in Illinois, <clears throat> excuse me, I, the homeowners had been there for 40 years. Absolutely lovely people. They moved to Florida. They left me a bunch of stuff that I even still have today. Um, but the, uh, the vents hadn't been clean in a while. And like when I, when I got them done, the guy was like, this is probably yeah. the worst I've ever seen. Yeah. And I, but I was lucky cause I had done it right when I moved in, we had renovated and I didn't, you know, all the dust in the Good. air. I was like, you know what? Let's Smart. just, yeah, let's just get rid of it. Cause but, after yeah. construction too, like in, um, part of, uh, I have a well certification and one of the mitigations is to cover all vents while construction's going on to mm. avoid that. But, but not everybody does that. Not every, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, what is a well so. certification? So it is uh, basically a human human health first in buildings. Um, oh. Ever since you know we sealed off buildings, uh, people have been ad adversely affected, and so <laughs> yeah. it's it's a it's a humans first when you're building. And there's different, just like I have my categories of holistic interior design. They have uh, seven different features: light, ergonomics, comfort, sound, um, and then all of these things that you need to do to get to get that building certified or that office certi uh, certified with that. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I mean, it's good to know that that stuff's being taken into consideration. Yes. <laughs> Especially in commercial buildings. They just yeah. came out with a res one for residential, but in commercial buildings, you know, when we okay. were going to offices eight hours a day and people were working in sick buildings. Yeah. Really, and not even, um, not even thinking about it um, or aware of it. You know, I think about it, you know, I think in 10 years is going to be very common as this mm -hmm. becomes more mainstream knowledge. But, you know, I think about like, um, you know, back in what, like the sixties smoking was cool. <laughs> you know, moms were smoking pregnant, like yeah. 30 years later, we were like, okay, this is not good. Yeah. You know, I, I yeah. feel like this is what's going to happen when we start, you know, um, just realizing all of kind of, you know, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but a lot of the toxins that we're living with basically, yeah. and that we need to start building differently. Yeah. Well, mindfully. again, going back to your, like, the materials, right? The yep. desks, the carpeting, yes. the, you know, all that stuff has to be sprayed with something in order yeah. to like, not, you know, make, um, yep. yeah, there's a, there's just a lot that's, oh gosh, that's so crazy. Yeah. And I don't, you know, healthy materials is one of my tenants, um, you know, choose raw materials as much as possible. Those have a higher, you know, price point. Yeah. Okay. So then focus on them in the bedroom or in the kid's room where you're sleeping and spending a lot of time, mm. you know, choose the, if you can't afford the low VOC non-toxic paints in every room, do them where you're sleeping. You know, there's ways to approach these things. Um, and, and sometimes, you know, they're, they might cost a little bit more, but again, when you think about how it affects your health, that's like a solid investment yeah. to make, you know? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. You yeah. know, when you like buy something from Amazon and you take it out of the package and it, it just smells. reeks of like plastic for three days, you're like, oh, I don't know that I want to put this out. <laughs> so those kinds of things, it's true. It, they, over time, the off gassing reduces, but like that could be a period of two years where it's mm -hmm. off gassing, you know, and then those changes in temperature are affecting that basically. Oh my God. So healthy materials are really important. Um, 
light, you know, we, we light in a lot of homes is an afterthought. I, you know, the other day I was, yeah. I, so essentially as the sun moves through the sky throughout the day, it's actually changing color temperature. And that change in color temperature is talking to our uh, circadian rhythms and telling us to be more alert or more sleepy, prepping us for sleep, right? If you're in an office cut off from that communication with the sun, yep. you're in, uh, you know, dis disconnected, you know, your right. body is, and then you're getting blasted with lights. Every light has a certain color temperature. So then you're just getting blasted with that one where yeah. naturally it changes throughout the day. And so just being really thoughtful about, you know, more bluish white light is really good for productivity um, and being focused. And that softer orange pink light is more for bedrooms and, you know, bringing oh. that energy down. So yeah. you can be really intentional just with light bulbs in your home, you know, to That's better crazy. support you. Yeah. And dimmers, dimmers are really great too. Like I have my bathroom, bedroom and living room and sun's room on dimmers. So around oh, 637, that light starts to come it's down. Oh, like a restaurant when they, yeah. uh, you know, when they go from lunch to dinner seating. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <And> the music, <laughs> the, the music yeah. gets really vibey. Oh, um, my gosh, yeah, and so that just helps bring instantly. It's like, oh, we're going into nighttime mode, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. And yeah. I, I've often felt too, like I, I heard somewhere when you wake up, um, it's important to start turning lights on so your yes. circadian rhythm, rhythm 100%. can. Yeah, yep. but I, but I. I literally have a beautiful chandelier above me. It's okay. gorgeous. It's, yeah. you know, rose gold. I got it on Amazon. It's, yeah. you know, kind of one of those things. Produces zero light. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> yeah. I, I've had to bring lamps in. I've got two Sexy, big... but not functional. Yes, it yeah. is literally sexy, but not functional. <laughs> but I just bought a ceiling fan um, that is sitting in the trunk of my car right now because one... After our conversation, because we mm. talked about opening windows, I'm like, I get zero flow mm. in my office and I get zero light. I mm. need light and I want to yeah. be able to, in the summer, when it, like before it gets stifling hot, to have the windows, the windows open and the fan Ventiling. going. Yep. Like that just, yep. I feel like would be um, a no brainer, but I didn't yeah. even consider it before yeah. we talked. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> I've already implemented a lot of the stuff that we talked about. So I feel like <laughs> you should be charging me for this. I love it. <laughs> hardly, hardly. Oh, man. Uh, but if, but if somebody, so, you know, again, going back to kind of what I talked about at the beginning, like yeah. if somebody, there's a lot of people trapped right now. And I, mm -hmm. I don't mean to mean that in a negative way, but like I've got a 2.8% financing on my yeah. mortgage. If I were to buy my home today, right? I would pay almost double yeah. what my current mortgage payment is. So yeah. that's, that's really hard for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. What are some things like if you kind of like my junk drawer of a laundry room, like <laughs> what are some things that people can do if they feel like they need to buy themselves more time or they sure. just don't, they like their neighborhood, they like their community, but they don't love their house. Mm -hmm. What can, so, what can you do? Okay. So the first thing is a mind shift of, we find this a lot, right? Transitional homes, or I don't want to do anything to my home because I might move in yeah. two years. Well, think about it. That's two years of living in a non-supportive, potentially draining place. Yeah. But yep. yet you might be going to the gym to work out, or you might be, I don't know, getting Saqqara and healthy foods. Like, well, <laughs> wait a second, you know? Right. So first it's a mindset shift. I, you know, I'm here for at least a year. That's 365 days of my life. Yes. I want to be happy. This is worth yeah. the investment. Even if it means 
going to, you know, Ikea, Ikea is, by the way, also, you know, doing great things to become um, like a, a lot following a lot of sustainability practices. Oh. And they're, I think they're trying to be, is it, I don't know if it's carbon free or they have some sort of um, climate goal that they're set to reach. Actually, That's they've made awesome. great strides. Um, even if it's getting, you know, maybe not your dream <clears throat> you know, furniture, but just something. Right. And so if you can't do a whole house, focus on the rooms that you're going to spend the most time in that spark Mm -hmm. joy. Think about, okay, let's just say a living room. Your living room is bumming you out. You have a dirty couch that you inherited from somebody, a ratty rug, um, bad blinds. Yeah. Let's fix, let's get those things. Let's get, you know, fix them, get them easy, attainable. Um, And let me think where I'm going with this. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's tackle those things. And one of the biggest things that you can do for, I would say, a minimal investment, but that creates biggest change Mm -hmm is painting a wall, Mm. bringing some color in, brings in so much life. And people are terrified because it's like, I don't know what color to choose. I'm going to make a mistake. (laughs) But guess what? You can paint over it. Yes. I make mistakes all the time. I can honestly tell you that I was packing or unpacking my Christmas stuff. And my Aunt Jan had given me something gosh, probably three or four years ago. It was a tiny little Christmas tree that was like this beautiful, sagey green color. It was a candle. So you pulled off the lid of the Christmas tree and it was a candle. And it had like gold, um, like a lining on it. And I was like, gosh, you know what? I would love to have a kitchen this color, like my cabinets and like the backsplash. And like, this would just be beautiful. And then I was like, I hate my kitchen, but I have great cabinets. I love them. My house, again, is new. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to replace them. That's a stupid investment. And I was like, I wonder what it would look like if I put gold hardware on my cabinets. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Again, another mind-blowing transformation. Yeah. Yeah. It looks so different. I replaced the area rugs, like, in front of them. And then I put an area rug under my dining room table that I had gotten from a, my cousin didn't want it. And I, w- and it, I mean – mind-blowing how transformational a rug and $20 gold hardware from Amazon mm-hmm. could be. Mm-hmm. It's, it was, it, it's insane. It's yeah, it does. It doesn't have to be expensive. And right. there's also, you know, I don't know, for me, at least what I've found is the act of simply taking time to work on your home because you get to see the result within a day or two yeah. It's very rewarding and it's like something shifts. Like, you know, I read somewhere, like if you feel stuck, start, you know, moving the furniture around or start on a home project. Yeah. And it's, I think it's the act of working with your hands and, you know, what do they say? A uh, busy hands, calm mind. Oh. Um, but then when you finish, you step back and you're like, I did that. And now I get to enjoy that. So just yeah. the simple act of it is also, I think, extremely positive, you know, and, and if it's, if it scares you, um, you know, uh, to that, I just say, go for it. Like everything is correctable. Mm -hmm. Everything is returnable. Uh, everything is painter overable. Um, (laughs) and the, the biggest tip too is, is in terms of like, well, God, I, I have like, all of these things, but they don't go together, you know, whatever. What I find is, you know, people 
um, are like, I love this sofa. I love this rug. I love this table. They spark joy, but when I put them together, they don't work together. So they don't, they don't go to the same party. So uh, what I always say is, um, you know, I'm a professional. I don't, submit anything to my clients without putting it all together on some sort of a mood board to see how it works together and how it's talking to each other. And I think if the average person knew that before buying anything, they, you know, put it all in a Pinterest board or, you know, and see it and just looking at it, you can, you you can, it's really like a feeling. Does this feel right? Is it going to this? Ask her, is it going to the same party? Yeah. And you can refine, refine, refine. So eventually you have that sofa, that rug and that table that you, that all, that spark joy, but that are also going to the same party. And it's going to yeah. give you that cohesive, you know, look, which your brain is going to like, cause it's going to look yeah. beautiful. So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. So I have, um, gosh, I feel like I'm talking about me a lot. I, again, another <laughs> consultation, um, to that, to that theme, I yeah. bought a tapestry. So my coastal theme, I was like, kind of like, I've had this theme for a long, long time and I was kind of getting sick of it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I had made a banquette, which I'll post pictures when we're, um, when, when we release this, but, um, I have a banquette that I found this beautiful, like pattern through, okay. <clears throat> excuse me, through Ballard designs. Uh-huh. And, um, this house is the first house that I can actually put my whole entire banquette together because mm. I bought it for another house. It was literally like the ribbing on the banquette was too much and I couldn't fit it in the space that I was in, but I was like, I'm not getting rid of it. I love it. I'm going to store it. And that's what I did. But, um, I was like, gosh, what? Like I started like pulling different colors out of there. Cause I wanted to add, cause it's very like, there are dark blues and dark, I mean, going back to that co- coastal theme, like all those things that you think about. But then I was like, gosh, I never, never noticed there's like mustards in there and there's like slight mauves that like, if you can really see it. Mm-hmm. So I, I jumped onto Etsy. I found a tapestry maker mm-hmm. and I said, here's a picture of the, of the, um, the pattern that I have. Okay. When you look at this pattern, what colors do you see? And she, and she literally pulled all the colors, including the mauves, including the mustards. And I said, can you create something for me that pulls all of this together? So I don't have to move. (laughs) I can change everything about my furniture and everything. And so she did, and it is stunning. And it's just that one little thing. But then all of a sudden, when I saw that, I was like, you know what? I didn't realize there are coppers in this and there are this, I, my other cousin, like sent me one of those like wind catchers that's but it's like metals and like yeah. little stones and I kind of put that on top of the tapestry just to like kind of get it out of the way while I was moving something else and I was like oh my gosh this looks amazing it together works. and and like it literally has now tied the room in together mm-hmm. where I'm now like creating these spaces that are just like all those colors, but now it looks like it works together. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So what's so fascinating to me is that you've moved so much, but you're also so great at creating a home and putting it all together. Because I think of somebody that that's moved a lot as somebody, you know, more, uh, uh, nomadic in the sense, I'm not going to set up (laughs) camp. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 That's impressive. Thank you. Impressive. Yeah. But I think that that's the, that's the thing I need. And going back to your, um, like the part of the conversation where we talked about, like, you need to feel that good energy in your own space. Yes. And I need to create 
a home because most of the places that I've lived in have not had a lot of people that I knew there. Right. Mm. So like, I need to bring those people into my space. And you had mentioned like when you walk in having something that, you know, makes you happy in the walkway, I've got a gigantic United States, like a wooden uh, multi-wood panel United States. My friend, Uh Trisha, um, when I was moving from Bloomington, Illinois to Charlotte, she's like, I feel like you should own this. Like it's, Mm. it's the United States. You've lived all over it. Like, you know, I feel like you should own it. So what as I, what I did is I went to mixed tiles, Uh which is like a brand that, um, if you're not familiar with it, like you can, um, you can upload like 20 pictures and they will send you these tiles that it's literally like a peel and stick on the back. You put it on your wall, you can pull it off at any time and reposition it. Like I have them all over my house, Uh but I took the United States and I put it on my wall, like right in the center. And I have like 30 pictures all around it of all my friends in the areas that they live. So oh, all my friends from New York are in the yeah. Northeast. All my friends from California and San Francisco are like in the, you know, and so it's at the entrance. It's right in my hallway it. and people, it stops people in their tracks because they yeah. just see all of my, and I come from a freakishly large family. So let's yeah. be honest, like half of it is like my family from different areas <laughs> of the country. <laughs> But it's just nice because like, I don't feel alone and I don't feel like my friends aren't here with me. And then when they come to visit and they see themselves on the wall, it's like the wall of fame, you know, like again, going back to, uh, you know, our interior is a projection of the soul. Yeah. You know, that is one of the most powerful key. I said focal points in somebody's home because you come in and out daily. Look at it totally sums you up and boom, it's right there at the entrance. Hello, look at what you're coming into. This is me, like, you know. See, I was a closet holistic home designer and I didn't even know it. (laughs) You're you're just very in tune with what sparks joy and and just not even knowing it, you're putting it in really, like I call them power spots, basically. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. What are some other power spots in your house? So that bedroom, that, that first wall that you see when you get up, I think another important part, and this is one of the, one of my, my tenants is, um, a place of sanctuary. So Mm. in today's overstressed world where we're going, going, going in a constant state of stress, and we're not supposed to be in a constant state of stress. The stress is supposed to be like if the tiger is coming to get us, not (laughs) 24 seven, right? being intentional about creating just a pocket of sanctuary. And you don't have to big, have some big fancy meditation room. Like I literally have a chaise off to the side with a little um, reading lamp, an end table, a candle, a throw. And And that is my spot to go to. No phone, no technology. Mm -hmm. A really cool thing actually for families is to create a um, digital detox box. So you can like decorate (laughs) it, go to Michael's or Etsy or whatever and stencil digital detox. And so you go to sit in that chair, you put your phone in there or before family dinners, everybody puts their phone in there. It becomes a sort of ritual. Um, Again, intentionality you know, through design, but this, this idea of a pocket of sanctuary somewhere so that you've created a visual destination to go to, to remind you to turn off and you have a space to go to. For me, that's a power spot. Ultimate well-being. Yeah. Well, and a lot of my friends have younger children. Yeah. Um, So like half of my friends have like older kids that are like in college and the Mm -hmm. other half have like young, young children, like three or four. Like what are some ways that, I mean, obviously like they need a sanctuary, like the parents for sure. 
but it, I know we talked about at one point, like intimacy spots and mm-hmm. like things that like create that separation. So the couple can, you know, still have that connection, but also still have the family time. And like, yes. ha- so, ha- talk about that. Yeah. So the, the, the most important thing for a relationship and the bed, the, the room that would, you know, talk to me about the relationship is the bedroom, right? Yeah. The yeah. bedroom, we don't want pictures necessarily of our kids or other family members. Oh, smart. We don't <laughs> want that Peloton bike. We don't want yeah. that desk. The bedroom is a place of rest, relaxation, connection with your partner if you have one. Yeah. The other thing really important in bedrooms, um, if you're married, is to have the same end tables on both sides, the oh, same lamps, artwork okay. in pairs. If Tell I walk more. into somebody's home, I'm doing a Beyond Spaces console, and I see the bed and maybe, you know, sometimes like because of the shape of the room, you have one partner that's like up against the wall yeah. and maybe they have a small end table and then the other partner has all this breathing space and a bigger end table. I'm going to start saying, is there an issue in the marriage? Is there an imbalance? <laughs> you know, this is what, and so then we'll talk about it, but then we'll also rectify it with balanced end tables, balanced lamps, art, you know, artwork into, again, the space is just reflecting back what's going on. So those are some things to think about in the bedroom. Um, Soft lighting, lighting on dimmers. We talked about Mm. that. Again, those softer colors, rounder shapes, bringing in like those mohair rugs, softer textures. Mm. You, you get the, you get the, the vibe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It has a totally different vibe than, you know, you know, what you're seeing behind me. So again, being very intentional about our choices. Um, and then conversely, you know, one of the the tenants too that we talk about because loneliness has become such a pandemic now is um, designing for community and sociability. You know, if I mm. walk into somebody's home and the living room doesn't have seating and to to seat the whole family, I'm like, who's getting left out? Right. You know. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Or the dining room table, one person's cramped at the end. I want to know who sits there. How do yeah. they feel in the family? Wow. Um, so really being intentional if you're in a family setting, making sure there's space for everybody so that everybody yeah. feels welcome. The other thing you can do if you're building a home from scratch is make the bedroom smaller and make the communal areas bigger. So that it forces people to come out and commune, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, my mind is blown right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because I mean, just even thinking about that gala, like I, I can see it. Like I, I lived that. Like my, um, my spaces. So I inherited a lot of furniture Mm. from like my stepmom's. uh, old neighbor. It's a long, long story, but yeah. I inherited a lot of stuff, but it was like one dresser, one stand up dresser and one, um, uh, what's it called? End ta- like side mm-hmm. table for the bed. Mm-hmm. And so for, for most of my, um, adult life, I had one random mm-hmm. one and one nice mm-hmm. one. And I, ne- but I live alone. You know, yeah, like I'm like, I was single. So I yeah. like, I didn't have to worry about that, but I also, when I bought my new bedroom set, I specifically bought two um, side tables because I was like, one day I might be married and one one day I might have a partner and I want them go. to feel included. But I never knew like what that feeling was. And I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, I feel like an adult now. I yeah. have matching furniture. Yes. <laughs> It was like a little thing. Subconsciously, you you know, you were already doing it, you know? Yeah. And, and actually, one of the ways that I work with clients that are looking to attract cl- uh, love is 
you know, looking at their space. And it's like, if you have one end table, you know, are you, are you creating space for somebody else to join you? I invite them to empty out a drawer, empty out a foot of hang space. That's hard in New York city, especially if you're a woman. Um, To literally create space for that other, you know, person. Um, It's, it's, it's really working with, you know, your physical space in a very intentional, but also energetic way, you know? Um, Yeah. yeah. I love that because a lot of people going back to what you said about being lonely, like we're so focused digitally Mm -hmm. that sometimes like having physical people in your space seems scary, right? But if you create an environment that feels safe for you, when you, when you finally meet somebody and you welcome them in, then that will be a safe space for both of you. Absolutely. And, and to that point too, you know, uh, in some of these bigger homes, um, you have like a lot of like room, unused rooms off of the main spaces, which for me are energy drains. That's one of my tenants is less is more. You want to get a house or a home where every single room is going to be used. But to your point and going back to community and sociability, you know, what if you created like, you know, a little sort of bar space, you know, it's all painted one color and you have a record player and a bar. And then when you're inviting people in, it's this special moment to commune in and it totally it changes the interaction and the vibe and the, you know, and then you have a dead and maybe who knows, because of that, you're going to want to invite more people in because you have the space to do that in, you know? Um, so it's really interesting how dialed down and intentional we can, like people are just touching the surface with what can be done to create change in their lives. And even like that bar, if somebody does want to create that sociability, that's like a welcoming, like I've been expecting you. I've prepared for you and I'm so excited to have you without actually having to say that. Yeah. And let's make a cocktail together or, you know, like, yeah. Let's create together. Oh my gosh. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. I think that we're, we're in a really unique age where, um, you know, and I'm, I'm a gigantic HGTV and Magnolia Mm -hmm. network fan. And you and I have talked about like collaborating on something, but I think it's interesting because the shift with the pandemic, like we went from people like throwing down massive amounts of money for renovations Mm -hmm. to, you know, losing jobs and losing family members and downsizing and moving and, um, and regretting those moves. And there's a lot of people again, kind of trapped in this, like, I'm still recovering. I, you know, I know the world has opened up, so to speak. I mean, COVID's mm-hmm. obviously still around and probably is never going to leave us for a long time. <laughs> but, but at the same time, like this is a different, this is serving a different market yeah. that could embrace where they're at, buy yeah. them more time. A lot. I mean, just doing my laundry room, it was mm-hmm. amazing at how I felt like, okay, my, my junk is put away. And I also, at the same time, like within like the month before that, I actually, um, took my garage and instead of putting my car in it, I hope my insurance agents is not listening to this, but, um, (laughs) I, I had all this, like, um, this matting that I I had gotten during the pandemic when Mm -hmm. I built a little gym down in my basement Mm -hmm. and I wasn't really working out a lot. I'm, I'm further out. I'm in an up and coming area. So, you know, I'm, I'm 10, 15 minutes from the nearest gym. And I like to work out at home. You know, I don't, I, I have like the beach body on demand stuff. So I created like a little gym in my garage that I love. Like I have a treadmill in there and a, um, a rowing machine and I I do my little beach body programs. Yeah. Cause I I didn't have the space before, but like I inherited these things and now I created space and now I actually go out there. I'm watching, um, do you remember the show smash? 
Oh yeah, of like, course. Oh yeah. yeah, the musical. Yeah. I was going through my stuff and because I've I always do this thing in January is I start like decluttering each room Love to that. like potentially if I have a garage sale or something in the summer. I found like two boxes of DVDs that I didn't even know I had anymore. And I had it, I dug out a DVD player that was in my garage and I set up a TV and a Roku. And now I go out there and I watch, I'm watching episode by episode is what I walk on the treadmill. Um, and it's fun because then I sing with them and, uh, you know, yeah. like I'm such a like Broadway nerd that yeah. uh, it's, to me, like I look forward to it because I don't really remember what happened each show because I binge yeah. watched it when I first saw it. <laughs> so now like now I, I want to go out into that space and work yeah. out. Yeah. And yeah. And like my laundry room, I don't mind, you know, folding oh, yeah. my laundry on top of my washer dryer anymore because it's pretty. And I'm looking at beautiful peel and stick wallpaper that cost me literally $9.99. Well, right? to, one thing I want to run by you, like, so there's some excitement, I feel like with the energy of moving and going to a new place. I know a lot of you probably talk about this. A lot of people move because they're not happy, but you, you, there's that saying that you follow yourself anywhere you go, everywhere you go, there right. you are. <laughs> so, you know, there's like this, like, you know, going back to yang energy, there's this, you know, masculine, like mm -hmm. mm, about moving. Whereas there's this like, kind of like energy. if like, you're not happy in your space and yeah. like, you know, but if you double down on that and you deal right yeah. with, you know, decluttering and working on some of these spaces, you can, you can feel that vibrant energy again in your own home. It's going to yeah. cost you less. It's going to be less disruptive. Yep. And you know, if you apply your methodology and the timing isn't right, then that's exactly what you need to be doing. You're 100%. right where you need to be. Yeah. And sometimes you go through it and you realize like, oh shoot, like I really did have everything I needed in that last yeah. space, but now I can't go home. Yeah. Right. Because I've either sold it or like given up my lease. I, I talk a lot about um, the six month funk. Okay. So what I found, and this this was something that I I felt over and over again when I wasn't in the right space or the right place. Mm -hmm. And about six months in, all that newness wears off, right? Mm -hmm. You're you're no longer exploring because you know the area, you know your grocery stores, you know your gas stations, you know all the stuff. Mm -hmm. And you get to a point where you're like, at least this was for me. It always starts in the grocery store. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> The Whole Foods back at home uh, didn't put the yes. didn't put the fruit here. Yeah. This doesn't even make sense. I don't know why they would have done that. Like, why would you put that in the front end? Like, I, I start like comparing yeah. my last place, even though I left my last place for a reason. Mm -hmm. But it's that nostalgia that I mean, there there were studies. Like, if you Google, and I'll have to look at what the dates were. It was either like the 1600s, I think it was the 1800s. But if you Google nostalgia, it's had to be the 1800s. Um, there were some crazy, crazy methodology, like in the military, when someone would get nostalgia, because think about it, they didn't have, you couldn't face telephone, right? You didn't have telephone. Yeah. yeah like it was like, you're writing yeah. letters to somebody and then you wait three months month. for them to reply. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. they, they, they had these extreme measures for people with nostalgia. And really it was just like this funk that you just miss your people. You miss yeah. your places. You miss that comfort of home. Mm -hmm. And so what I found is that like, when I would go through my framework, if I hit all those boxes, but I knew what could potentially come up, yeah, 
I didn't hit that six month funk. But if I moved somewhere, mm. so like there's one move that I can think of and I won't name where it was, but I moved, I basically moved for the money, right? Okay. Like I, I was going to be making a really good salary. It was not an expensive place to live. Mm-hmm. Um, but in my head, I'm like, okay, this is going to get me to my dream faster, but mm-hmm. really did it? No, it mm. held me back for a couple of years mm. and, and it worked out and yeah. I made some interesting connections, but I don't. I legitimately, in hindsight, shouldn't have disrupted and moved because all the things that I needed were where I had just come from. Mm, so I, I went through that six month funk pretty hard and it lasted for about a year and then I moved. Interesting. Um, and, it, and it's like that revibrating energy, right? You like, yeah. you need to bring your vibration up. Yes. But sometimes if you're not in, like if you are in a space that serves a purpose and serves where you are or what you're trying to get to mm-hmm. kind of what we're talking about today is just raising that energy, raising yeah. that vibration and making it something that you can identify with and yeah. like really like draws you in. So when you have to wait a year or two, you're not going to hit the, not the six month funk. Yeah. Totally. And then if you, and at least if you know that yeah. you yeah. can be aware of it, but if yeah. you're like, you start going through those funky, I mean, everybody has the funks, right? Yeah. Like, Usually they'll last a couple of weeks, but if you go, I have a checklist that I, um, that I make of like, okay, if I'm starting to feel the funk and, or like a little bit of depression or anxiety mm. or something like, am I doing my top 10, right? Is mm. that, am I working out? Am I eating good whole foods? Mm-hmm. Am I giving myself walks outside? Am I, um, connecting with the people that I love the most that get me that I really have a strong connection with? Mm-hmm. Like, am I, um, what is, am I, am I doing things I love like karaoke or uh-huh. acting or podcasting or uh-huh. like, so I have this and whole wait, list. Wait, Mariette, now we're going to add to the, to the list. Am I happy in my space? Am I happy in my space? <laughs> Part of that checklist. No, yeah. That's no, that, I mean, I think it's so important. And like, if you can create that with just a few minor tweaks, yeah. like it could be life-changing. Yeah. It, it gives back way more than the investment. The yeah. other thing I wanted to mention, which might be good for your listeners, like I'm sure like I, I even know people like this that are almost like moving junkies Yeah, that the chase and the idea of something oh, yeah. new is, is, is better than doing the work to settle because sometimes yep. it takes work. Good decorating choices for people that I would say m- might need some grounding mm-hmm. are more earthy, darker colors, okay. rugs on the floor um, square, rectangular, heavy furniture. Okay. Down lighting. We're, we're getting grounded. We're getting down. Yeah. Right. I wonder if that's why I wanted the, like the, the good dark sagey color. Cause it's like two layers darker than the, the sage color behind you. Yes. Um, just, a, it was just a tiny bit darker, but yeah. like, I wonder if that for me, cause I was, I am starting to do that. Like I yeah. do, I got a new desk and I like, so yeah. I wonder if that's a subconscious thing that we just don't even realize we need that grounding. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it's just good to know, you know what I mean? If you if you're yeah. if you already have that desire to keep moving, keep moving, keep moving and you're, you know, it's possible that then you're designing your space with bright colors and lights going upwards away. Maybe that's not what you need. Maybe it's yeah. what you're addicted to, what you like. But yes. maybe you need to start bringing some of this other stuff in, you know? Yeah. The other thing, too, that I love that you said in in January, how you go around and declutter everything, that, that's also one of the, the tenants. That's like the, the hugest issue I see with people. And yeah. 
there's such a beauty, um, you know, going back to nature and our connection with nature and the seasons and how we feel in different season and what it indicates. You can use, you know, winter and spring, which is like very powerful seasons. I think mm -hmm. that, you know, when you go into winter, it's this period of self-reflection and going in and stillness and spring yeah. is wood and bursting forth. Those changes, you know, we feel differently inside. There are great times to do exactly what you're doing. Walk around your home, declutter. Does this still spark joy? Does this still support me? Has this been draining me for three months? Let me do something about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so literally two times a year, check home check-ins, you know, yeah. again, we're adaptable humans. So we put these blinders on, we focus, you know, on our kids, on our work, but we don't take take time to step back and look around and say, is our, is my environment supportive? Is it yeah. supportive of who I want to be today and what my dreams are tomorrow? Yes. Again, think about all of this stuff we've talked about and, and doing that in your space, how much more of a supercharged space that is versus just following the trends or not doing nothing at all. Think about how supportive that is. You know, it, it's a big yeah. difference night and day. There's, yeah. and there's so many places to get those things. And you don't always have to throw things away or donate them. Like yeah. I, I have, I take things, um, I, I recycle things within my own environment a lot. Yeah. So I will, you know, if I, if I don't have a use for something or I feel like that with them, like it's like creating chaos, I'll yeah. put it in the garage. Yeah. Right. And then yeah. I might pull it back in, but if I yeah. put it out in the garage and like six months later, I'm like, Oh, I forgot about this. Like I probably yeah. didn't need it or want it to begin yeah. with. Um, but yeah, I can totally see how that would kind of change your vibe because uprooting is really disruptive. Yes. And sometimes it's just a matter of like, I don't know where to go. I don't know what I want. Like, here's, here's this, but I want to feel this way. Yes. So create that feeling, right? Yes. We, we have so many things at our fingertips that like, <laughs> we can do that, right? We can do it. Oh my gosh. And stay I, in place too. Yeah. <laughs> Gala, I feel like we could talk for another hour. Good, we could for sure. I know. <laughs> so, where can my listeners find you? Yes, so I I am uh, launching a podcast. It's the trailer's up. Uh, it's called Going Beyond Spaces with Gala. I'm going to drop an entire season at a time. So if you go and hit follow, you'll be alerted when that season drops, which will be in a couple of weeks. Okay. And uh, Instagram at Gala Magrina Design. The website's also Gala Magrina Design. We're making it really easy. Um, and then also in September, it's going to go live in my page in about a week or two. I'm starting a, a course for the general public on holistic interior design. Oh, that's so um, six weeks, 90 minutes a week. We'll dive into some of these things and I'll give you some tips on how to do this at home. So yeah, oh there's God. a bunch of ways to, to, to work with me and connect with me. Um, yeah. So thank you. You're welcome. I mean, once that's up, yes. I will 100% put that on my website because I just feel like this is such an important conversation. Yeah. People are always shocked as like a moving and relocation coach when I'm like, no, 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 stay. You have everything <laughs> you need right there. And they're like, wait, I want to spend thousands of dollars hiring movers. I want to spend thousands of dollars getting into a new space. I'm like, no, no, no. Nope. Uh, but this is so important because the, this is your life, yes. right? And you only get one and it's short yes. and there's no reason you should feel crappy in your environment. A hundred percent. Oh, for oh yes, a hundred percent. I just love our conversation. I love collaborating with you. you I am know. so excited to get this up and I, I just feel like 
big things are going to happen. So I love that. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Well, I could go on forever and ever about moving you closer to your dreams, but I probably should save some thoughts for the next episode. A big thanks goes out to you for making time for me today. And making time for me, you're making time for future you, and we're both grateful. If you enjoyed this content, please subscribe to the podcast, download the episodes, and leave me a five-star review. I would really appreciate it. In return, if you go to my website, marriottsonthemove.com, and register for the Monday Mailer, I'll send you a free Fred workbook to get your journey started. This is also where you can find all the show notes and all the ways to get in touch with me. A special thanks goes out to Rogue Media for its wisdom and partnership. Until next time, friends, keep moving forward towards your dreams. Oh, and the legal stuff. This podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. I am a certified coach, not a licensed therapist, and this is not meant to replace the professional advice of a physician, psychotherapist, or other qualified professionals. This is solely my perspective based on my own experience and training. Okay, now it's over. For reals. Bye for now. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.